last week going, this is gonna hurt. You had been invited to a party in honor of Duke Grey Grizzle. Dust, going in that room. He, he, he must be He must be in this room. But there's dust like everywhere. Let's flip a coin like that other guy. As Junta is approaching the door with the nick in it, the door swings open inward and Windar is standing on the other side of the door. Windar can vote now. At this point, like, and during the wait oh. time and while he's doing this, you actually see some people start to kind of trickle in looking dapper and fancy as as you do as well. Are they people that we've seen around town? Can I uh, get in the faces? Not for like the first like 20 people. Yeah. Just seem like ladies just, you know, done up nicely and 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 just gentlemen wearing fine tailcoats and things like that. But eventually, so maybe like 20 people in, you actually do recognize uh, one individual. He has blonde hair, similar to yours. He's a human. He's Alex wearing... Alex not Korath. Alex the player, yes. <laughs> Korath doesn't have hair. He's wearing one of those white... I don't think the word is rufflet. I feel like that's a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> one of those like white, ruffly... Shirts. You know, shirts like yeah. medieval yeah. times. And he's got a, this like green, it's almost like a tapestry that he's wearing over one shoulder. And there's this, this silver chain tapestry. that connects it. It's like, it's like a, it's like an, it's like a one arm cape, Okay, but it's, but it's not just like okay. solid color. It's, it's, there's, there's a lot of like life and trees and vines and beautiful green petaled flowers and things like that. Done classy though. It doesn't look like, a- no, no, it looks, it looks, it looks stylish. Okay. And it's Emmett. Oh. Yeah. What? Cool. He turns when he hears us. Hey. What's up, guys? Hey. Cool. <laughs> nice to see you here. What are you guys doing here? We got, we got an invitation. Invite. Yeah. Lucky. What are you doing here? I, he looks around, got an invite. Nice. Cool. That's good. We got invites too. When, yeah. Windar shakes his hand and points at him and uses message and says, what kind of invite? So he he takes out of from like behind his his cloak. He actually holds up an invitation and he says the best kind. Anyone and as he's winking, you see the writing on it glow green, and it kind of like reassembles itself into this symbol, which is a, a shape that uses a circle, a square, and a triangle. Which I'm not going to attempt to describe. Maybe I'll put a picture up somewhere. A symbol, and actually the paper shrinks down, and he says the best kind, and he folds it up. And he puts it into his pocket. You actually recognize the symbol. When he was bartending, he actually had it, the same thing in green tattooed on his right forearm. I don't know if I actually mentioned that he had a tattoo on his right forearm. I yeah. apologize if I didn't, uh, but he did. It's just kind of like a arcane looking symbol. Cool. Hey, uh, Emmett. At this point, he's turning to, to like kind of like go to the party, but oh, uh, what's up? If I happen to have left some of my equipment at the door of the bar... Would it still be there? Um, well, which bar are you referring to, sir? Oh, oh yeah. Um, you know, like one of the place, the one of the places in the in the low city where people tend to drink their troubles away. Been there. Um, I see. I well, I don't have any affiliation with any places like that. So, but I, I'm assuming that if you went to a place where you dropped items off, they would still have those items. Fair enough. Fair enough. Can, can window roll an insight check just to because he feels like Emmett's being weird. Okay. <laughs> Think he's trying to blend in. Damn, five. He doesn't seem weird at all to you. 
right. Seems... <laughs> Korat's just really confused. Totally, <laughs> totally looks exactly how you remember him being. Fair enough. But in not in a bar. I mean, right. sorry, he's... Korat's a little out of his element. Yeah, uh, there's no dirt here. No, Listen. it's too clean. Uh, fair enough. And so as he's, and as he's walking out, he goes... And he just kind of like wipes his arm. He wipes his hand on like the the wood frame of the door, and it actually soils. And it just, and it just, and it just looks worse. <laughs> and he goes, "There's some dirt." <laughs> and he gives a little clicking noise with his mouth, and he, and he and he goes to walk into the into the party. Let's consider it. Gives it a good old stare. Hey guys, puts it in his pocket. <laughs> Did you guys see that symbol? Well, like emits. Yeah. Yeah. Shapes. What was that? I, like when you when you do wizard stuff, sometimes you use like arcane symbols and stuff like that. Think of where we are. Uh, yeah. S- symbols. <laughs> um, it's like like when um, I learn spells, they use symbols like that. What I'm saying is, there's a party right now. We're in. When our charades. When our just points at Brimbley, so he doesn't say it out loud. Pictionary. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> We're at a party at, at the Duke's Manor, and if if he's here on a special invite, I'm thinking that it has something to do with the resurgence. I think he just used his magic to make a fake invite. Like, he just snuck in, he's crashing. All right. But why? All right. Korath, you're not in our heads. We're not just shrugging. Oh, oh. oh. All right, oh. that, that's good. That's fine. <laughs> Korath, let me go back out of your heads then. <laughs> Korath, who and what are you talking to? <laughs> but but why, but why, why is there dirt here now and there wasn't dirt here before? Fair enough. <laughs> that's, that's why he said, but why? <laughs> cool. So are there are there more people here now? Is that was the yep, gist so, of so the, like the party is happening? Filling up. Is there, are there like is there music or entertainment or oh, there's like, definitely music? Is, is there like a dance floor? Ooh. I mean, it's a ballroom. Window ball walks room. over to so the essentially when you saw it, it was a strange dining room, right? Like a, so, just like a random. It looks like the walls of a dining room were just blown out and just like it was just put cool. in a, a um, warehouse. But now it's like there's tables basically that go along the windows, and so there's there's just like snacks and things like that. There's there's you know. Cool. Gentlemen and ladies um, walking around with trays, bringing drinks. Brimley's going to look for the shortest person he can find. Okay. And then once he finds this person, who is this person? It's a female gnome waitress. Cool. He's going to bow very dramatically and say, may I have this dance, ma'am? So for and the then record- just like have her head down, like his head down, like still in the bow. So, for the record, nobody is dancing. I know. Probably's <laughs> gonna open this party up. Okay. She just says, "Oh, I'm so- I'm sorry. I have to work." <laughs> I I think you could do like one dance. Just get these and, people moving. And she just goes like really, really red. Oh. And she um she goes, um, "Do you want a drink, sir?" And just offers up, you know, just offers what looks like white wine to okay. some Brimleywood party goer. Take a glass of that and go back to the group feeling rejected, but okay. Because he knows when he goes home, he can dance with his lady. When there goes over to the entertainment, is it like just a like a string quartet, trio, whatever? Yes. Mm, it's not a band called The Fistful of Bacon? To Korath finds the nearest fighting pit. 
Literally, he leaves the party. Everyone fighting about stocks. So it is. It's later in the day at this point. (laughs) There's the the ballroom. I don't know if you remember how I described this, but there are two. the The ballroom looks kind of like a ship. The walls of this were made of wood. The rest of the castle was made of stone, but this was made of wood and it kind of slanted in the way that made it look like you were inside a giant ship. In one of the walls, right, and there's windows, it's overlooking the Great Lake. Uh, on one of the walls, kind of if you're, if you're facing into the room from the hallway to the right, there are doors that lead to stairs that go into kind of a, a stone, a, a courtyard that has flowers and there's these stone walls that kind of enclose the courtyard. Korath's going to go out there. Also, and there's small tables, and people are out there chatting and things like that. Okay, Korath goes out there. Okay. Um, is there anyone recognizable in that group? And um, if not, Korath will just kind of like walk around and try and... Well, don't worry about the if not, not, because there's somebody who is recognizable in... Does anyone recognize me? We don't know yet. Okay. I'm just like kind of keep, I'm trying to see if people are, are like looking at me. So you see. Slash us. Excuse me. So you, if you're looking around, you see kind of this weird phenomenon where there's, for the most part, everyone has not, they're not uppity, but they're, you know, they're, they're, they're out. It's, it's a night out. And but for the most part, in this one corner, there's just this lack of people, and you see random like people who are dressed nicely and who are these dignified members of society. You you see them because they're they're moving faster as they run up to this person in the corner, and you see in these like majestic purple robes, uh, Agesar. Oh, and he's just in the corner, and basically these like wealthy, you know. Young yeah. adults are like getting his autograph basically, and he's begrudgingly with his thin metal rod of a pen that was introduced in like episode six. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's begrudgingly not no smiles on his face, but he's going home and he and he nods politely and he, he hands him the autograph. I uh, I'm gonna walk up to him. I mean, I get to like I guess the back of the crowd. I'm not gonna like just shove people out of the way, but I mean, I'm taller than everyone. I probably got to go two feet on everyone. Yeah, as person. you as you kind of approach, people kind of like they look at you and they don't like freak out, but they do kind of like step away from you a little bit to kind of make a space. Yeah, and so Aegisar actually says, "This was ah Korath, Aegisar, l- long time no see. It's it's good to good to see you again. I have a quick question for you." <laughs> And he kind of like looks around, gesturing the crowd, and, and while he's doing that, he's still signing. And yeah, oh yes, have a have a wonderful night. Yes, um, yes. When you registered the group, did you put me as the guild leader? <laughs> I only assumed. Th- thank you. <laughs> while I find I'm humbled, but while I, don't I find know why. <laughs> while I find Lorthamar to be a, a highly capable and talented individual, um, his lack of liking people <laughs> I, I figured kept him from being that have have has he and you all have you gone on any adventures since last we spoke uh he actually uh he uh he he went uh on his own personal errand ah well perhaps that's why he asked for a time away well i wish him if you see him before i do wish him luck for me you got it um 
But uh, ladies and gentlemen, if 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 you were to request anyone's autograph, this is uh, Korath from from uh, one of the, a prominent guild, and he actually like he actually like takes some papers and he, he kind of like puts the pens pen in your hand, this metal pen, and he says, um, "If you'll excuse me for a moment," and he just kind of like he just kind of like darts um, calmly and cool, but he just say, uh, you know, "Oh yes, I'll, I'll be back." Oh yes, oh I'm so nice to me. Yes, okay. Blah. <laughs> And he, and so you're just left standing in the middle of the crowd with just like a stack of papers and this like metal stick. I just float six and, feet in the air and then just back away. <laughs> <laughs> and, and some of the people, they, 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 they're staring at you for the moment, right? And like, and like maybe like one of like the younger women kind of like maybe starts walking towards you to be like, I guess. And, and then when you do that, they go, whoa. And then you actually see some looks on their face like, all right. And like a couple of guys are like clap, you know, and they give like a polite golf clap and they're like, all right. And actually a few people come up to you and then, and they ask for your autograph. Oh no. You're, you're, you're in a corner at this point. Yeah. I floated up above their heads and then backed away. So you, you want to fly over their heads like in the midst like, of all these people. I just, so your back was to the corner of this, of this courtyard. I thought Asia stars was. And they'd kind of like, no. And they kind of like circled you in a little bit. Uh, uh. I don't write really well. Um, I could just give you all uh, the first initial of my name, and that's about it. And they're just kind of like, they're looking at you, waiting for you to make a choice, because they're you, you could see on their face they're not sure if they want your autograph. Mm-hmm. But like you got this weird stamp of approval from Aegisar, and perhaps some of them have already like begun piecing together that like you might be one of these guys that defeated him in battle, like two weeks ago <laughs> kind of so they're kind of just like you say that and they're just like okay um Brimley's gonna walk up and be like i put a hole in each his chest one of the guys nearby goes it's actually pretty impressive it, i i thought so too i thought i was gonna die i heard it wasn't the real Aegisar though that, that's true because you just saw him and he was walking around Nah, but i mean i heard it was like a kind of like an ice sculpture come to life yeah but i don't I know what that see, means but i want to see you fight something that has no, 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 powers, no, no. listen know? i'm not hey i'm not i'm not downplaying wait you want to fight something <laughs> are you there too yeah he's like no and he so he, as he's saying no sir he turns around and he says no sir. Hey, oh, hey, mm. uh no 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 and then and like you know he's reacting to the fact that you're a giant turtle so i i think that's that- offensive that is offensive. Um, I think we got off on the wrong foot uh, here. Can I, hey, um, uh, can, uh, please, uh, can all of you sign my, my wife's paper? And that happens to be the one who's standing in front of Korath. Um, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, the, 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 those who defeated Aegisar. And a couple of people are like, oh, yeah, they did defeat Aegisar. And they're like, you know, talking. At this point, the courtyard is filling up. You can actually see through the doors and the windows that the, that the ballroom is actually filling up. There's a lot of people cool. here. Probably wants to ask this guy. How many people does Aegisar fight like with his ice sculptures? Like, is that like a common thing that he does? I've never heard of Aegisar fighting someone by choice. Oh, ever. that's, that's cool. I mean, cool. enjoy the party. I mean, rumor. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> he doesn't like people. <laughs> uh, rumor, rumor has it that crowds. that like crowds. since he became a member of the 12, he's never been harmed. And I mean, I think that's still technically true because you fought an ice sculpture. You didn't actually fight Aegisar. Did? But that's a pretty sterling reputation. They call him the Lord of Unbreaking. Did we scratch him that one time we fought him in the alley? I'm not there. I'm in front of the entertainment listening to music. 
Can't hear you. I'm walking away. Junto wasn't there. So Brimley's just talking to the air now. We're going to pause. We're going to go over to window for a second. Enchanting, isn't it? Yeah. And Ico is standing next to you. Ico. The elf from the last session. The guy who's our oh, manager okay. now. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. band manager. I'm sorry. I, I thought you meant Ico from oh. Ico. <laughs> oh. Wait, what's that? What is it? It's PlayStation. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Oh, when, when'd you get here? Uh, merely a moment ago. Yeah. Uh, I music has a uh, has a certain I don't know quality to it, especially when you don't need to use words. Nope. <laughs> I've I'm heard you. I've heard you're quite the minstrel. I dabble. I mean, I'm all right. There's definitely more talented folk out there. I mean, Keck, he's incredible, and I mean, I'm okay for support. But it's just more of an outlet. And apparently there's magic in what I play. But I don't like doing that. Because, I don't know. I don't want to. I like using the actual material. Ah, I my, understand. My, I prefer words. Uh, I like it when my... Not so much music, more stories can ensnare their senses. I, uh, do you like history? Speaking of stories. I love history. Uh, back in... Uh, back home... My teacher would teach, would show me books about the bordering countries of Quar, and it was it was cool learning about all that. <laughs> and there's a lot to learn from it, but nobody really sits down and reads what people wrote down. Hmm. They just kind of rely on what they think they know what's going on. It's sad, but it's whatever. You know, you are quite a bit deeper than I had given you credit for. It's all right. Hmm. And we pan to <laughs> Korath. Korath. <laughs> he's walking towards Iko and Windar, and he's eating some, some hors d'oeuvres that he got. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, Windar, have you had some of these horse, horse doovers? <laughs> no. And Windar starts eating some. <laughs> So these trumpets sound. Hey, music! No, we can't afford that. <laughs> and so, so basically, so there's the doors that led down some stairs into this courtyard. Basically, between those doors are other doors that lead into a balcony. And so, on the balcony, you see uh, Ezra Seatamer, and he says, uh, "Welcome, uh, friends. Thank you for coming to." This party for the Duke. And then at that point, the Duke steps out and he's looking just smashing. Um, and please enjoy yourselves, have fun, drink, eat, dance. That's all. <laughs> and there's just this, this 10 seconds of just kind of like nothingness while he just kind of stands there looking at the crowd. Window starts like clapping and and the crowd begins to clap <laughs> uh, he puts up a hand and the duke says thank you for having me i'm 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 so happy to be back in stromals uh, one of my favorite cities in in all of the world and, and, and trust me i've seen it uh it's you just just some of the most beautiful people you are some of just 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 the best you're the hardest working citizens and in maradon and um, just, I can't wait to get to know each and every one of you tonight. 
and um, just 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 have a have a good night. And he, and he goes back inside. When there starts clapping again, Korath is confused. Why? Because it's not the voice he remembers. Yeah, this is the voice from his vision. What? The vision that Korath had. Wasn't that dude? That wasn't that Gray Grizzle? Nope. Wasn't Gray Grizzle? Mm-mm. I don't know who that was. Still correct. Okay. Cool. No, you know who that was. You know that that was the the guy with the sickle. Right, but who was I? You like, were in the body of somebody. Oh. Who you remember being as female. Yeah. Because they had a voice like a little flute. They had a voice like a little flute? Yes. Flute. Sorry. I think that's just the DM. Wait, then what was Grimbley <laughs> had a vision too then, I think, right? Sorry. I had a vision with they did. They had Edgar. A voice just like this. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He had a vision as Edgar. As Edgar. Where he was <sighs> in the mind of Edgar. Yeah. Okay. So... Everybody clapped, and those two got off the balcony and like went back indoors. Yep. And and yeah, so they're they're inside. So is like music playing, like people starting to dance this time. Mm-hmm. All right, so now everybody's gonna find somebody that doesn't work there, mm-hmm. but would want to dance. Doesn't matter who it is. He just wants to get on the floor and cut a rug. Okay, you see um, a fairly beautiful female who's <laughs> just kind of standing near a wall by herself. Cool. So Brimble would walk over and do his bow thing again and say, Oh, hello. May I have this dance? Um, I suppose while my husband is in the restroom. All right, let's, she let's takes do your, it fast. She takes your hand. So she he, would, he your, would lead her out to like the middle of the dance floor and they would start okay. twirling about. You do so. When I'm sure I'm like half her size, probably. Mm-hmm. Is she like um, a human? Yes, or is she's she, a human. Yeah. Okay, yeah. When Darcy's Brimley go out on the, on the dance floor and go, Hey, you mind? Uh, yes. You mind if I play one of your violins and join you? Oh, on? oh you're talking to one of them. I thought you were talking to Ico. The empty, no, the containers. He he. So the one. It's it's a it's a full quartet, meaning there's a violin, a viol, mm. a cello, and a stand-up bass. Um, when when no, yeah, you would those, have those you would those. have like two violins, a viola, and a cello. Yeah. Okay, let's go back. I don't want it to be weird. It should be nice. It's a fancy place. It's a quintet. I like that. No, that was that was still four. What he said. Yeah, if you want to add in the... So there... Yeah. Actually, if, you, if it's a quintet, you really would have a second viol or a second cello. Okay. It's no a bass. small chamber orchestra. You, then you have a stand bass, yeah. Small chamber orchestra. <laughs> yeah, jazz band. So it's... Jazz band? Big band. Frank Sinatra. Swing, swing, swing. So it's two violins, a viol, and a cello. Windar wants to scan his memory banks for a for a waltz that he knows from Quar, and well, you don't have a viol or violin in your hand to borrow from one of them and lead them on it. So you asked, make yes. a persuasion check. Hey, um, I'm from Quar, and <laughs> disadvantage. I figured. <laughs> look, yeah. Look, we got we have a lot of weird stuff going on over there. I, Can I give him my token? Um, <clears throat> sure. And, it was just funny. I don't but, have a token, but we do have. No, we do have some some good um, ballroom formal uh, formal ballroom music. Um, perhaps we could we could play one song just for the for the curious minds out there. Roll the persuasion check. Bear in mind, as you're saying all of this, they're playing, looking down at their music, oh. looking back up at you. Oh, never mind. Playing. I, I thought. Oh, geez. I thought they like stopped. No, nope, like, they didn't, never stopped. Brimley's dancing. Even Can't when, stop, won't stop. Even when the Duke was talking. Wow. Okay. Well, they've well, started is, now. Okay. Yeah, this is after the Duke stopped. 
28. <laughs> what? Bards, man. So, so one of them actually like begins to kind of like signal for them to like slow down. And Aiko says, no, 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 no. Keep, uh, keep playing. Keep playing, 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 playing. You, you can't do that. Oh, I can't. No. Never mind. This so. is Aiko speaking to you. Oh, and then he turns around and says, never mind. Sorry. And he leaves. Playing. Okay. Yes. No, no, uh, uh, not a, not the appropriate way to draw attention to yourself. Wait, uh, I, I, the music yeah. people do the music thing. The important people, and he gestures to you, you do the important things. Like what? Like mingling. And he puts both his pointer fingers on the edges of your face and he goes, smile. <laughs> and he tries to lift up your dragon face. And he frowns. <laughs> <laughs> smile. And he turns to you because you said his name. Korath. Why exactly are you here again? These are my people. You own them? <laughs> That's not cool. <laughs> he laughs out loud. No, no, no. no. These, these are my type of people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Rich. They're rich? Oh, yes. So. Very. <laughs> Where's Junta in all of this? Looking for flowers. <laughs> You're in the garden. Okay. In the so this has been going on. You you haven't been in this scene for a while because you've been doing this, I guess. So I'm gonna ask for three stealth checks. <laughs> unless you don't. Unless you just don't care. Uh, I don't care. I'm not trying okay. to hide. Okay. So you you do so. At at one point, <laughs> that guy, that oh same guy, Dirge, he, he comes up. What are you doing? I'm hungry. So eat the food. I am. No, this is the scenery. Yeah. It's to look at. But it's delicious. <laughs> but what, what about this? Come, come with me. And he, Can I bring this stuff with me? No, no. This, this stays here. What about the stuff I already have? This. What, what do you already have? Look, I show him a bag that I have of all this stuff. Oh my god! Put it away. Put that away. Do you, do you want me to escort you out of here? No. Do you really not know that you can't eat the flowers of the home of the person that you're in? Oh, I didn't write that one down. So I take out my book and I just start writing it down. Are we going to have an issue here? Uh, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm new here. And uh, I... To um, the world? I, I'm um, new in town. <laughs> <laughs> this is John Mulaney podcast. <laughs> Whoa, we, we went Whoa. from SpongeBob to John Mulaney. We should get John Mulaney to be a guest. Oh, oh yeah, you know. God. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> be down, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, not not where I'm from. What? <laughs> no, I, uh, it's different where I'm from. Okay. Well, well, now you're here. Okay. So this is part of their home. Okay. Like, do you have a home, like a house back home? Well, I mean, the shell is pretty much my home. But I mean, but like at night, like do you go somewhere to like sleep? I mean, sometimes like we, uh, the bar, the barking bard and like. Okay. So uh, if other... so like, um, how do I, how do I explain this? So if, if that was your home, again, this is like a knight who's explaining this to you. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you were sleeping yeah. at the bar yeah, and, and just some like thing that you, you know, like some, some other humanoid that you, you'd never seen that type before just like started eating your door. I, I mean, I, I'd have to ask him where he's from. If I had the courage to even speak to him. Okay. So this is me speaking to you. Okay. Don't eat the flowers. Oh, okay. But look, there's food over there and he gestures inside in the ballroom. Yeah, but that's gross. <laughs> you actually didn't examine the food that was there. All right. I guess I'll try. 
Okay. You walk away. You go inside? Yeah. Or do you just keep eating flowers? <laughs> I take the bag that I have, though. <laughs> okay. Some good flowers in there. I believe this is your wallet. <laughs> That's, that's no, it's not. <laughs> okay. Is Gray Grizzle alone? Uh, no. No, for the most part, he's surrounded by people. You notice that as he's walking around, there is this ninja that's following him, essentially. Okay. <laughs> like this, just this kind of like enforcer type that just kind of has like, it's like it's a nice outfit, but it's it still has a hood and he's still wearing it inside. Very bodyguard-esque, and he's the Duke. Nobody cares. Yeah. People are making up, giving that person a wide... Can I, um... Earth. Should I... Can I, like, get over to, like, Windar and be like, Hey, should we... Should we try and talk to him? Oh. So at this point... Oh, boy. Rimley is still on the dance floor. Yeah. Windar and Korath are together. Junta is, has now gone inside to go check out the vegetable situation. As they're meeting up to talk... You, Brembley, dancing with this beautiful woman, mm-hmm. you hear <clears throat> from nearby. Brembley would turn around to see that it's probably her husband. It is her husband. Are you married to this enchanting creature? Yep. Here, I warmed up the dance floor for you. Just get on in there. See, you put your hand here and then your, your hand here on her waist and then you just start twerning and I'm just going to head out. <laughs> so he like, he like twerning. <laughs> yeah, and then he's just going to fade back into like the crowd. So he, he gives his wife this look. With finger guns. He holds out his hand. <laughs> yes. He takes his wife's hands and he mouths words to you. Roll a perception check to see if you can visualize the words that he's saying to you. Say some... Crit fail! So I love you. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a three. You you see. Thank you, sir. I'm so appreciative that you danced with my wife. You might be my new best friend. You're welcome. We should hang out. <laughs> you see him just like crack his neck, and he just begins dancing with his wife, and he's just glaring at you. Brimley just has this big smile on his face, and just like heads back into like the crowd, just like super proud of like setting so these two up. At that point, and- you bump into Korath and Windar. Cool. Hey guys, that guy's my new best friend. What'd you do? I danced with his lady, and then I showed him how to dance. I don't think he'd ever danced before. But now you see him over there, he looks like a pro. You when, look over, and this dude is glaring at Brimley. <laughs> Windar points at him <laughs> and says, I'm sorry for whatever he did. He, you see him like look at, freak he, out. Yeah, he like looks confused. <laughs> did you did you just did you just send him a message? And yeah. and then but in your head you hear Tell your little buddy that if he ever touches my wife, I will slit his throat. He points again. Noted. Have a good night. And he just keeps glaring. And he Korath <clears throat> looks over at him and just like waves and smiles. <laughs> um, Brimbley, I don't think that guy likes you. He said he wants to slit your throat. Guys, guys. What? Look at all these flowers I found. Where did you find those? Uh, in the, the, the courtyard. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're, in, you're in the courtyard. Oh. Wait, we're all in the outside. courtyard right now? Yeah. Oh, you've, been, you've been outside. Oh, the music been. The music was outside. That whole uh, thing, that was all outside because the courtyard is where the balcony is visible from. Uh, okay. Well, um, should we talk to I Grizzle Grizzle? He actually starts walking up the stairs into the ballroom. Gray Grizzle does and his rather tall, black-garbed associate. Mm. Well... I don't, I don't know if that's our opportunity walking away, but what do you think? 
I mean, he wanted us alive. So we're here. He may want to actually like have a chat. Or maybe he wanted to kill us himself. I don't know about you. I think he would take interest in you because this doesn't seem like the place. Yeah. Brimley would want to walk back over to the guy and start having a conversation with him. And the conversation would last for at least a minute. And he'd be telling the guy all about how great it is to serve Eldath and how great it is to give all your possessions in service of Eldath to a temple. Like all your possessions and worldly belongings. And in this minute, he's going to be casting uh, Gaius? Gaius? I don't know how to oh, say it. Oh, you have that spell? I, I was just Which reading means- it today. Wait, 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 wait. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. Yeah. So as as you approach him yeah. to talk. Yeah. Right? And yeah. you st- I mean you, you can't be casting it while you're doing this. It's a it's a verbal component, so he would be like lacing it into his voice. Because it it's literally you're giving them a command. How long does it take to cast gas? It takes one minute. It takes one minute. Yeah. So so yeah, so I would talk to him for a minute. Okay. He he will roll Okay. to see if he's gonna roll against your DC. He's gonna roll wisdom against your DC. Right. If he fails, he's charmed by you. Mm-hmm. If he's charmed by you, he'll stay and listen. Okay. If he's not, even if you're talking to him, he's still going to just walk away. Okay. 12. He had to beat a 17. Cool. That can't be your spell DC. That's my spell DC. Wow. That's mine too. It's juicy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, That's mine. he he begrudgingly just kind of like stands and listens. And then as you're talking, he, his demeanor kind of softens. Okay. Okay. And so what's the... So you want me to read I, this I read spell? Gaius, yeah. So you place a magical command on a creature that you can see within range, forcing it to carry out some service or refrain from some action or course of activity as you decide. If the creature can understand you, it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become charged for it uh, by you for the duration. That. Right. Um, while the creature is charmed by you, it takes 5d10 psychic damage every time it acts in a manner directly counter to your instructions, but no more than once a day. You can issue any command you choose, sort of an activity that would result in certain death. Should you issue a suicidal command, the spell ends... Um, you can end the spell early by using an action to dismiss it. Okay. Um, so what what see. command are you giving him? Donate all your money and worldly possessions to the Temple of Eldath. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're so religious. Brimley understood the glare. Like he could see the guy glaring at him. And he heard what Windar communicated. Okay. You don't so, mess with Brimley. <laughs> so he goes, I'll I'll think about it, I guess. And he starts walking away. Okay. Don't forget all your worldly possessions and wealth to the Temple of Eldath. And so he turns back. He's still charmed by you. So he says, I guess if I was going to do that, when when should I go do that? Like, should I go do that right now? No, no. Spend the night with, with your wife and you'll do it in the morning. When During morning services? So I'm in the morning. Like, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I'll, I'll think about it. You got it. And then he, and then he walks away. Thank you for listening. While you're waiting for the next episode, visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, where our usernames are Gonna Hurt D&D, or check out our website at thisisgonnahurtdnd.com. Feel free to email any questions or comments at gonnahurtinfo at gmail.com.